This is The Random Whisper. Welcome back to The Random Whisper. <laughs> Car cast is the new thing nowadays. Why it's you? your man legs. Abby. Jay. Why, why are you talking like a robot? I'm not talking like a robot. Canazone. Um, a fun game that we should play is how many pot places do we see as we just drive through town? I love that. Look at the sign over here. It says pot this way. Oh, we use no. That says something else, but it's like scratch. Oh, yeah. This, crush, is what I, this is what I wanted crush. to show you. We're going to turn and go down this way. So, the idea of the CarCast uh, patrons is we're just going to drive around and, and talk instead of sitting in a boring ass cubicle area and, and we're going to discuss things that we encounter. But we're also going to re review movies. Excuse me. Ew. <laughs> Burp way down Jesus. I'm sure cool. they came out in stereo. Anyway, so what movie are we reviewing, Jose? Burp you. We're reviewing one of my new favorite movies, which is Cruella. He just likes Emma Stone. I do love Emma That's Stone. That's all it is. He doesn't care about the movie I itself. will be honest. It's, he likes Emma Stone. She was pretty good. She was. However. All right, take it away, Abby. Okay. There's a dot, dot, dot on that one. Um, the movie, I don't think was that great. I think it was a decent movie for what it was. Um, but I, there's still so many things. Like, the major point to me was that she, because I haven't seen her own Dalmatians in, like, forever. But she is a bad villain. She just wants to, like, skin the dogs. What are you laughing at? Uh, like, like garbage. It was a station uh, wagon that tried to sound like a race so you're car. you're laughing at me, and I'm no. like, what do you mean? You agreed with me earlier. Um, she, she's supposed to be a really bad villain. And she was not a... She was like a really decent person. For the most part. And so this. I don't understand. Probably are they they're, selling They're selling flags? Trump flags. And other things. Oh, I didn't... That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, it's good. Um... So I think it's just a huge leap from how this movie ends to what 101 Dalmatians is supposed to be. Like, it, like the character development in this movie didn't make sense to me. And like everybody's character development. Hmm. Like also the, her two buddies, um, she was like, so they were like on really good terms for like 10 years. And then she like did a 180 and she was just cruel and mean to him, which like it's to be expected, she's Cruella. And then they were like, oh, it's fine. Like, we were kind of upset, but it's fine. Whatever, we forgive you. Your mom is her? Oh, that explains everything. We forgive you. <laughs> true. It's very true. I don't know. What did you think? Jose, lay it on us. Okay. Give us some counters. So, <clears throat> first of all, you have to go into this movie with zero 101 Dalmatians references at all. Uh, See, it's just, already bad. Just like the Joker movies, or where the Joker plays in different movies, you need to go with an uh, uh, open, um, open mind because the Joker is not going to be the same in each movie. And I think this Cruella movie is in the same, uh, uh, what's it called? It's the same kind of uh, concept. So I understand where the writers wanted to go in their own direction, their own. Um, development for each character and that's is one of the reasons why I love this movie is because the writing was exceptional in my opinion as far as dialogue and the uh, character development 
So uh, I, I see some head nods, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, I love the writing, the character development. I liked how they, the, there was nothing, nothing important about Dalmatians, only for like a few scenes where it's like, ah, I killed your dogs. No, I didn't. Ha ha, ja, ja, ja. But it was all about Cruella. And that's what I liked about it. And uh, I don't know. I just like the story. I am a fan of Emma Stone, but I think she really killed this role, uh, this role really good. She did well. And yeah, it's just like the approach that they did their own. Um, the writers put their own spin on it. I and feel like the cinematography was really good. Can the, I say something about that? What? So I like a lot of the cinematography. They used a lot of parallaxing and like, you know, nice camera movements. But there were two scenes in particular that brought me out of it. And it was the first scene was when the second time she goes in to see that fashion designer guy and she comes in as Cruella and he's like, oh my God, you're Cruella. That's amazing. Um, the camera, it was a close up on her. That was like kind of like a push and then a push on him. And it was so shaky. I think it was like hard to watch. It was so shaky. And then later when she was at the fountain after like she had that monologue scene, it was so shaky again too. Like it was like noticeably really bad. Like they should have refilmed it kind of shaky. And those were two things that I was like, that's not good. But other than that, the cinematography was very beautiful, I think. Yeah. And then uh, I love the color grading. It was really well chosen, especially because, um, you know, usually when shit gets um, filmed in the UK, it has like this dull, darkish dark color tones most of the time because it's always cloudy there. Yeah. But I feel like they went with that, but then they added the pops of color so there would be a lot of contrast, especially with like the fashion shit. And I think the set design and the wardrobe did a really good job too. Um, all in all, I thought it was really great. The, yeah. Um, what do you think, Jay? Yeah. Um, I think it took too long for the character development. In the beginning, it was they were so concentrated on you know, being be a nice person, do this or that, and then you almost get lost in the whole, oh, she doesn't have that weird hair, and she's trying to make you know a life of her own. I think it spent way too long on that. They could have chopped out some of that and had her like the reveal of the mother in the locket should have came earlier and then a little bit more of a plot to get the locket back kind of thing should happen um, for me the I mean I, I agree the cinematography was great um, I liked a lot of the innovative shots they used um, I, I enjoyed the music they kept like the song choices I mean obviously it's Disney so they're big budget they could afford to you know, lease out all of the rights for these these great songs. But the the tone of each scene that they used the song in was, was well thought out and it was perfectly matched, I think. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't make that division between 101 Dalmatians and Corella. I, I watched 101 Dalmatians, so I was expecting that bad Cruella. She just didn't, I think she didn't get as, get into the badness enough in the film versus the the original the, the first one and she should have she should have got to that point where she was willing going to kill the dogs and 
it didn't happen. They just hinted on it. And I get it. They're, you know, if it's Disney, the thing I didn't understand was they had, they had her getting drunk. Like, their kids are watching this and they're seeing alcohol like that in a Disney film. And that's, it's a little bit too edgy and, and for my taste, because I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't know the target audience, like the age group they were, they were shooting for. PG-13. But still. A wow, woman get, did you guys see that? A woman getting drunk. What? That was like a full plane. Yeah. On a. Minus wings, yeah. With no wings on a like, trailer. Um, so, I, I don't know. I think they, they could have did a little bit more, but, and, and I agree with the, the lackeys. They were a little too forgiving right off, you know. It's like, they did, they did them, she did them so dirty, and then it kept doing them dirty, and they're just like, oh, okay, well, you know, that, that's that. I think it was the writing of the movie. Like, everything in this movie was really good. The acting, the the score, the dressing, the, like, the wardrobe, the coloring, the cinematography, it was all really good. I just, the writing for me was very hard. It was not that best. I do feel like a lot of scenes what? were rushed. Like, they, 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 they had like a little mini flashback for like the like mother, like she's the mother scene. And it just like felt really rushed and like not ready. And like also, so the beginning of it was like when she was a kid, I was bored at the beginning. It's like, this is going on too long. They didn't need to start that early. You know, even though it, it was important to the overall story, it was just like... Well, I believe that's a culture issue. I think in the last 10, 15 years, the cinema industry has uh, conditioned all the audiences throughout the world to want to be hooked in right away. And there's a lot of great films that take time to build a story. and but since the culture has changed, I think that's a main reason why you feel like you were bored. Um, and I feel like... like I understand, you know I, mean? I understand like a slow build to a story, like a slow burn. But like that slow burn needs to be interesting enough, you're like, to like what I want to see. Like her as a kid, like she was just like some rambunctious child. Like I feel like Cruella yeah. would be like... Well, I think they over they over expressed the whole blots on a, her record thing. They could have cut about two minutes of that out, and still got the point across that she was, you know, like do one or two, have her plop down like once or twice in different outfits, like oh I'm here again, and then at the end show that whole thing blown up, not plop down, plop blah blah, plop down, plop blah, blah. You know, it was just like it was just overdone to the point. And I I get what they're trying to do is they're trying to paint the picture. She's got a pattern of, of, you know, being a bad, bad seed or whatever. But it just went too far, and it, it kind of stole away from the whole idea of, you know, you you almost want to wonder how many times, but I don't need to sh- I don't need to see how many times. Also, I do think that the overall what what the story is, I think, was very good. Like, I do enjoy like the oh my god, she's the mom, and then the, she's like trying to kill her, and like she falls over the edge, but it's she didn't actually fall over the edge type thing. I like that storyline. I just wish that I just wasn't invested enough that I believed it. You know, like I wish like it there was more tension building, and I was like, oh my god, she actually just like Corilla is actually dead. Like I don't, like, I didn't ever believe that, or I like, didn't care enough to be like, yeah, that's it. You know? Yeah. Well, the only part of the writing that I did not like, and I felt it could have been better, was the choice of the mother's. Um, 
like the the stepmother was a uh, like a maid. Is that your mom's last name? She was like a maid, but somehow she got into design, and that's how Krella got the like the fashion design. Oh yeah, like the her like adopted mother. Yeah, so I, I, I don't understand that either. That was uh, lazy, and it would be better if they like made the the crossover with like oh like like, like my mom started off cleaning in this store and now she like became a fashion designer and that's why she was put like so excited to become a, her like a maid and so she could become a fashion designer you know type situation like if that link was stronger i think that would be a lot better yeah that's the only thing i didn't like is like I, it was so lazy and desperate to just link that design trait to yeah. the actual mother and i was like eh. uh the reveal of the mother was cool because the whole time i i thought the bald guy was a dad yeah, I was thinking that too. And then I was thinking um, that the, her real mother, like, or the mother that died, um, was like her, like the sister of the, her actual mother. Like they were uh, sister, they were sisters, and she was like, because that's why she was asking for money. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'll leave you alone. Like, you know. When when was it? Because I remember I said, ah, that's the mom, and it was before the reveal. Yeah. But when was it that I figured it out? It was what? It was a forty-five minutes in, an hour in. Oh yeah, it was a little bit before the actual reveal. Yeah. Although we both did think that the bald guy was the dad. We did, yeah. Like there was some kind of lucid affair, like the well, the D'Artagnan yeah. kind of affair in, in like the Three Musketeers storylines, you know. So Jose, obviously this is your favorite movie ever. What do you rate it? Four point seven. Wow, that's pretty high. Yeah, I I really liked it. Um what smells. I've never Side note, I've never been out here, and there's just like a full boat. <laughs> it's a boat. Like a container boat. Yeah. So, 4.7? Yeah. Hmm. I give it like a 2.8. Maybe a 3. Maybe I give it a 3. I give it a 3. You know, I like, like I said, I like the music, the lighting, and the costumes were, were very elaborate and well thought out. The only one that was not believable to me was the moth the moth uh the sewing of the moth the, the pupae or whatever they are when they hatched inside the vault made all the costumes that was that was too unbelievable for me because i think if she would have sewn in the larvae or the eggs or whatever they are she, she would have broke them like by sticking the needle through them and they would have died it was just not believable to me it was a cool idea, like, oh my God, all these moths popped out. And then as soon as that happened, I, I looked. And in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, it was that dress. But what's it called in English? The shell part? A cocoon. Oh, oh cocoon. cocoon. There you go. Yeah. So that that was, for me, That the costumes were, were great. Um, I, and one thing I didn't like was that when they covered the I Want to Be Your Dog. I mean, I get what it was in the story be your dog yeah it was when they were on the runway and she had the dog coat on and she's like she killed oh, my dogs and made her coat i wish there was more than just one throwaway line it was iggy pop you know like yeah. i got all the references but for for me that one i i think they could have did when she came out her her reveal right there to me wasn't it didn't work everyone was more fixated on the singing and the, the, you know, the music it wasn't that great. They could have done something more to spotlight Cruella and like, hey, I've got your dog coat or whatever. Yeah. 
Oh, but, yeah. um, kudos to Disney or whoever they hired out for the visual effects, the digital visual effects. The dog effect. was too fake. <laughs> no, I the thought, Dalmatians were very fake. I thought it was good. I think it was. I thought it was really good. I, I still look at it. I do find it weird that they involved um, so many dog characters. Like Wink, I understand, but her dog, I don't understand that. Like the necessity of having that character. That's fair. I can't justify like, the like dog. I think what they did is because it's you know targeted. It's a Disney movie and targeted towards younger audiences. You got a dog in there. Kids like dogs. Yeah, but it's a mutt girl with a mutt dog as a friend. Yeah, I guess. And it's the only friend she had. For, but not for Other very long. The they girl. quickly established that you know, they're, her and the two dudes are you know, good friends for like 10 years. So like after the beginning scene, like I don't understand the necessity of the dog character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, I have no idea where we're at. Uh, you started driving we're and on the back side of Port Orchard. I've never been over here. So, free range. Yay. Jose, have you been riding? Oh, hell yeah, I've been. I've got two full features ready to be sold. <laughs> oh, you do, do you? And what are they called? And I woke up and nothing's real. <laughs> and I lied. No, I have not written. I've been busy working a nine. Well, actually, a 7.30 to 5 and spending time with the fam afterwards. <clears throat> so, but uh, per your request, Abby, I will try to build out a schedule to write. So, he always says that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> One day, maybe you will. I'll talk, but no walk. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. So today we went and um, batted at the batting cage. Yes, we did. We taught Jose, Jose, we taught Jose how to how to bat. Jeez. <laughs> I currently have no strength in my thumb. I have not done that in so long, in like years. My thumb just doesn't work anymore. I'm so confused what you used the thumb for. Just like gripping. Just, grip. just gripping, I was gripping tightly. So, like, um, especially when it's cold outside, um, you grip the bat tighter or else it's going to vibrate. Like, when the ball hits the bat, it's going to vibrate and it's going to hurt really bad. What a So, nerd. I was always taught to, to grip it tightly. So, that's why I'm, I have no feeling in my hand anymore. Uh, so, after today, did you miss the doing it? Yeah, it's been a long time since I've done anything like that. It's, I do miss playing softball. You know, it was a thing that I did literally every single day for a point in my life, and I haven't done it in years, so. I'm not gonna lie. I, I had been out of swinging a bat like that for a long time, and it, it did feel kind of good. I just wish that I had all my supplies instead of relying on the house bat, and the house, well, the helmet. I'm not gonna go buy a helmet, but um, stuff like that. But it was fun. Jose, you're you're funny to watch swing a bat. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're getting it though. You improved. Yeah. You improved drastically from the first time. Every, well, yeah, every time you went in there, there was something that you got better at. You know, like well, eyeing the ball. And, and honestly, now you understand why I was telling you to let go of the bat. 
because I, the, I still don't understand. It's uh, it well, it's called following through, because when you let go of the bat, your your wrist break, and it releases all the built up like kinetic energy that's in the bat, uh-huh. and it sends it through with the ball. So instead of just contact, there's energy in the bat moving with it, and it it gives it a little extra push. And sometimes you can pull when you follow completely through. You can pull the ball to a certain area. And by by that, what I mean is you're facing one way, but at the timing that you hit the bat or hit the ball with the bat depends on the angle that you're going to, and it'll help it further along. And uh, it kind of, if you do it right, you can put a spin on the ball that'll actually curve the ball and make it go somewhere that you want it to go. Okay. Like like the right field line all the way in the edge. That's a that's a it's a automatic triple as long as you can run because it's so far for the fielder to get to and then throw it. It's like the longest point in on the on the diamond. So uh I know it may be hard to believe, but I'm all, I have always been a natural athlete, so I catch up really fast on technique stuff. I can uh, see that. You did uh, pick it up very fast. But what so if we if I say we do this again as just having fun, I have to find that I had that there's always something with a sport that I do that the flow clicks in my brain. So I feel like with more practice, I'll feel the the flow of heel to letting the bat go, like the whole motion. So I understand what you're saying. It's just that I I, I wasn't feeling the click with the flow, so I didn't want to let go. And when I let go, it didn't feel right. But what if I do it more? I understand what you mean. Yeah. So. Well, that in, in your. It's like especially if, with heavier bats, when you're swinging and you hold on to both sides, the momentum is going to pull your back, you know, and twist your back. And you're know, like tomorrow, you're probably going to be a little sore. Yeah. But when you let go, your body stops the natural like twisting. It stops right there at the at the release, so you're not pulling your whole body. Yeah. Just like in soccer, you have to, if you've seen a soccer player kick the ball, like to score a long pass, the the kicking foot actually crosses the, the angle of the support foot because you have to follow through. And it looks weird because the ball goes one way, but the leg goes the other. But it's the same concept as uh, with the bat, letting go of the bat. Yeah. Gigi. And tennis, too, is similar, except tennis is just one-handed most of the time. Tennis. Tennis. No, tennis is two-handed. If There was uh, one player. Her name was um, Monica Sellis. She was the one that kind of started all that screaming when you hit the ball. Because oh. every time she hit, she would do this hit. And, it, and I think it was more of like an intimidation thing mm. than versus the power. Well, this is a National but, Guard place. I didn't know that. But she literally played most of the time with two hands, both sides. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it most, like, probably 95% of the tennis players that I've seen, male and female, all use one hand. Gotcha. Uh, but I think she had, she was one of the ones that stood out to me. I was like, why is she, why is she playing with both hands? Does she not know how to play with one hand? But she does, but that's just how she trained. Yeah, well, like in soccer... Everyone runs different, and some run real weird, and some oh, yeah. run like, like track stars. So it's probably similar with like, or like boxers. You know, like Mayweather does like the whole, almost, 
uh, sideways boxing when he hides with his shoulder, and not a lot of people do that. Uh, and so I'm interested in seeing highlights of this lady you're talking about with two hands. I don't I don't know if I would do tennis with two hands. Most she of was the time. she was a champion. Damn. Yeah, she won U.S. Opens, Wimbledon's, all that stuff. I wonder if there's a professional baseball player that doesn't let go of the bat. That'd be that'd I, be weird. I, honestly, I, I don't think there is. Just because it's it's ingrained in you since you know you were a child. Every every one pretty much bats fairly similarly. Yeah, there's a there's almost a standard. Yeah. Fundamental. Batting. I mean, the things that do change. Like there was this guy. He was one of my favorite players for a while. Uh, his name was Kevin Moss. He played for the Yankees. He, his stance in the box, he literally was like his body, like the interior of his body was facing the pitcher. Whoa. But this guy upper decks home runs. I, and he, but because he's just so, he's so tree trunky, um, you know, with his body. Yeah. He's just got the power to do it. But his step is very short, but his swing is powerful. So it, it, I know like going through baseball and, you know, playing softball and, you know, learning from, you know, various different players. Positioning in the box kind of, you can, like, point your toe in a certain area and your body will hit the ball in that area. Yeah, it's the same with soccer. Uh, wherever your support foot is aiming or pointing at, that's usually where the ball is going to go. It's so weird. It's such a weird concept. But, eh, similarities between soccer and baseball. Well, um, but the thing is, Sometimes when you're known for pointing your toe and people start to figure it out, that's when you learn. And there are players that point the toe and hit the opposite way because they do it on purpose because they want the fielders, the defense to think, oh, this is where he's trying to hit. And then he completely hits it in another spot. Damn. But it's also swinging early, swinging late. The earlier you swing, you're hitting the ball farther away from the, the where you are. You're going to hit it somewhere completely different if you swing say half a second later it's going to go in a different direction just because it, it gets delivered off the bat at a different speed and in, in, a, in a different angle trajectory it's really it's weird there's a lot of there's a lot of physics to it because like baseball is one of the hardest sports in the world because you're hitting a round ball with a round bat yeah you know it's it's a very technical sport and everyone's like no it's just a dumb brute thing where people are just you know throwing you know where we are now. It's just boring to watch. It, it can be. Especially because there's so... Yeah, that's where we started. That's... Because uh, there's cause there's so many innings and it's so long. Oh, there's so many foul balls. And there's it's so much downtime. There's so much uptime. Yeah. Like, you know, three seconds of, oh my God. And then it's just like <laughs> 10 minutes of, you know, mm -hmm. not a lot of happening. One of the most exciting things for me watching is base stealing. I love stealing bases. I love to watch if, uh, those rockets get off the bag and, and the other guy's trying to throw the ball to him. You know, it's that rundown mm -hmm. thing. It's so great. I like watching those that do like either acrobatics, like flips, or the ones that slide and then switch the hands so they don't get touched by the glove. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are fancy. I, when I played, I if the ball, if I was on first and there's nobody on second, if the ball got away from the catcher in any way, I would just steal. Like, the, my coach would just knew that I would go. My favorite thing, though, is I would love to steal home plate. Because a lot of the times, um, someone's yelling at that old woman. 
Um, I would like, like I what happened one time when I was stealing home is like the catcher fumbled it, but fumbled in front of them, and I was like too late. I'm going, and I ended up having to jump over the catcher, and I land. I belly flopped onto the home plate, and I <laughs> sliced my elbow open on the plate. Uh, but did you get the point? Yes, um, I, I did. I oh, that's worth very it. Very safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that was fun. So yeah, that's a good uh, a good experience. Um. So Abby is next for the I'm first time series. First time. You're gonna teach me how to one wheel. Serious. Yeah. One wheel. It's gonna be fun. And then sadly Jay's done too many things in his life that you're not quite sure what to teach him. Mm, bowling. I know how to bowl. I used to I used to, I was the handicap guy for a friend of mine because he bowled league. What's a handicap? So, in games and series and leagues and stuff like that, um, they will give you an average, and then normally, so you have, so then your average is one twenty. Um, they normally base it off of two hundred. So if you bowl one twenty, like your average, they're gonna give you like eighty plus pins every game you bowl. That way, everybody is about even, even though their skill level is not the same. Also, um, you get a chance to do three hundred. Um, kind of. So it's like if you bowl above your average, you will normally win your point. But if you bowl way below your average, you will lose your point. It just like it, it makes it an even playing ground for everybody at every skill level. So I can go compete with a guy that has been doing it for 15 years? Yeah. If you have handicap and you have an, a, a, an average established. Uh... So that's how it kind of, you know, so yeah. it's to make things fair. They do it especially that's pretty cool, dude. with certain leagues and then with children's leagues because kids are, you know, are learning. Yeah, kids then, are stupid. And then, like, you know, the 15-year-old versus the 8-year-old, it's not really that fair. So you add the average, the handicap in. So yeah. there's more of an even play. See, my, the guy I bowled with, or, well, I bowled for him because he, he was, like, badass. He was, he was a 270 to 300 every time. But... Me, I have those off days. So I had a 65 pin handicap or, you know, 60 to 70 pin handicap. But there were, there was times where, you know, you, you get it and then I would have a good day and I would bowl higher and it would help him out. It, it all it does is just help him out. So by 60 pin, pins, pins, that, that means that you get to go six more times? No. No. So... Or it's just um, added. So it's just added. If you have sixty pins of handicap, so you're starting the imagine you start you start your game with sixty points. Uh, and then whatever points you get is, you know, your total score. Yeah. Oh, so it's okay. Gotcha. Why can't you just say points instead of pins? Because pins are calculated for the points. I the also the mathematical system is so strange. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's like if you get a strike and then another strike, and then another strike. The first, your first strike is a is a certain point range based on your third strike. So if you get a strike and a strike, and then two, then your first strike is a different amount of points. It's a weird system. It's hard to understand. That just went over my head. Yeah. <laughs> the only the only thing I can ever remember is the spare part, where if you get the spare, whatever you bowl next is added to the like ten pin extra or something like that. That's There's only a bunch of minions. <laughs> <laughs> that is Somebody so cool. made minions out of like metal sheeting. That was a, there was like ten those, of them. They're probably those propane tank. <laughs> that was hilarious. You know, or the grills, like they do those little 
steam drill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess we could do bowling. I mean, we can. I, what is I, I mean, what I, is one thing that you've not done? That you, just start listening to stuff. What have you never? What have you not done? Come on, Jay. We can go to church. I've, I've been to church. We can go. I've probably to, been to church more than you have. We can go to church. Oh Jesus, my ears. Oh should Jesus, we take, yes. Should we take communion? No. <laughs> I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do that. Just. Um, I'm not. Sorry, you Imagine he said challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that just for. Do you want to go to confession? Some some hits and likes. No, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Um, I don't. Yeah, it's hard to think of like things to try to teach you. Yeah, I mean. Um. I mean, I you know as weird as I know how to crochet, I know how to knit. You know, I know how to sew. So you know, it's like. You know how to skate? I'm just not very good at those things. I know how to do them. Do you know how to? Do you skate? know how to healy? I can teach you how to healy. I don't think I've ever healed. We have bias of healies. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got a, a helmet and some pads, so. You're good to go. We're gonna be rock solid with that. Mm. We'll figure something out, but as of now, third, our next uh, activity for first timer series is uh, one wheel for Abby. Hey, hey, if it's just me and Abby doing first time things, then that's fine too. It's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll just get something that you don't like to do. Yeah, make it interesting. There you go. Force him to do stuff. Oh, sorry. Whatever. 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 Again, I still have no idea where we are. I don't know either. I like the property sizes though. Yeah, there's a good one. It's like house. one acre, one acre spots. Yeah, that yeah. that's good enough for me. That's all I want. Yeah. C is for cookie, and that's good enough. Hell yeah! <laughs> Look at that place. Oh wow, that's like. Oh wow. It's like a chateau-ish kind of. Yeah. Uh, Victorian. Uh, we're talking about stuff. Nobody can see it. There's no, a, it's very a barn over, There's a barn over there. It's like to fall over. <laughs> You're gonna fall. Pretty over. There's a tire swing over there. How interesting. There's. I don't know. You know Patreon. Do I know Patreon? Maybe. Horse. Maybe you, you'd be quiet. Maybe there's something that you would like to see me do. I'm open to suggestions. Forget these other two yayos. Yeah, you yeah. make the suggestions. You who's? And this road is closed. Wow. Road closed. It's okay. We have a Jeep. We can go That's through. That's like, like, there's not even a detour. It's just. You know what I do? No One thing that I want to do. Road. Right, because they probably dug all the way. Is through. there anybody even over there? No, it's Saturday. And it's five o'clock too. It, they just block. They put it in the road to block it. But how would you guys like if I can find it, a place where we can run heavy equipment and dig in the dirt? Sure. Well, you hey. Is that somewhere that you, you think you could do around here? Something I can teach you guys and have a complete fun. Here's the thing. Your one of your relatives has land. They do. Maybe we can. You can talk them into letting us like dig. We'll put all the dirt um, back. That's probably we'll, not gonna happen. But sure. Boo. <laughs> that's not a burn. She has land, but not not a lot of land for stuff like that. Does she need a ditch? No. Does she need a sprinkler system? I don't think so. Does she need something leveled, like it's too high? 
It's Ooh. pretty flat. It's mainly trees. Jay, have you done Tai Chi? I've tried it. Damn it. I'm sure you've done yoga too. Yes. Who hasn't done yoga? Bodies done. Zumba. Uh, oh. I think. So. Right. I well, Zumba. does does like Zumba in your house count? No. Because I, I did Zumba like over the cable. It's something. cool to do it with the old ladies. They Hell no, they it. make you look like shit. Because they're like all into it and they're like, they're passionate. They know how to do it. And they like talk shit to you. Like, they give you the side. I'm like, damn, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He needs to get on the other side of me. I don't know. He's going to get somebody hurt. Wow. What we could do too. Ooh, we could do. How about palm reading? Oh, I've never done that. Not reading each other's palms, but I'm saying go Go get get our, our palms read. I do know for some reason, if you look at Jay and I's palms, they're, they're like, almost I, identical. They're almost identical. Like the lines on your hands, it, which is weird to, to like see that. Whoa. Like, I mean, Jose's in the backseat, but you see, can you see how similar they are? Yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. Like, compare ours. <laughs> this, <laughs> <laughs> like, ours are really different. The ours are kind of similar, but there's like differences. Yeah. Yeah. Is Jay and I have the same future? Yeah. I guess I'm gonna join the military and retire in 20 years. I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you, bro. It's a good investment. You go in as an officer. Yep. Bachelor. Big sure. money. Benefits, travel. You can go in and probably in communications and do video for the. The mooter. Yeah. I keep telling her go Air Force, but she don't listen. Then you can get stationed in England. In the England. There's England, Italy, Japan. Then I could work on my English accent. Oh my! She God. could. She could needs the work. Posh. She needs the work. Please <laughs> talk her in to join in the Air Force and go into England, Lake and Heath, Lake and Heath, England. Oh my God. <laughs> But yeah, so I hope you Patreons enjoy the first timer series. Uh, we're just going to put teasers on YouTube, but the whole video is going to be available only to Patreons, all patrons, patrons, all of the patrons. However, the podcast video is only available for the top two tiers. Yep, yep. But yeah, so what movie do you guys want to review next week? Did we on the last podcast say, oh my God, the minions are good. On the last podcast, did we say that we were going to review anything? I don't remember. I don't think so. Um, did you, Jose, did you watch Black Widow? Uh, not yet. Because that comes out October 6th, right? It was the 6th. For free? I think For so. For free yeah, on Disney. Yeah. Well, we can review it. I would like to. I, I watched it in the theaters, and I enjoyed it. Cool, cool, cool. So I think it'll be a good one to review. All right. So we're going to review Black Widow and... I will review the last podcast to see if we mention the movie. Um, and then we'll do two movies. Yeah. Sure. What would you like us to review, the Patreons? Other than the same people. That. Come on. We have like three or four other people right now. Ooh, Karma Gears. Karma Gears. It's like buried in the, the dirt. That yeah. was weird. Um, we, need, we need new new blood to give us new new ideas. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna dime you guys out, yeah. but 
Come on now. Oh, and the I'm gonna we're gonna publish the previous season's videos onto YouTube as well. So yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Was it giggity giggity? Giggity giggity. What in the world? Giggity. Hey, Whoa. AC's video movies. Oh. <gasps> Ace's, video. Ace's videos and movies. <laughs> There's a video store somewhere around here. We're like way out. I'd be I'd be really not surprised if people have VCRs out here. I have a VCR. <laughs> hey, I have a VCR. Right, but I mean they don't have other means. It's like VCR and eight track. People players in Port Orchard so don't have streaming. They don't have internet. <laughs> Some people probably Sorry, choose people not in- to do it, you know? Not to they choose not to. Wagon wheel court. I don't want to be part of that there stuff. Don't hit this lady. <laughs> She's just on a leisurely stroll. <laughs> she went and got some groceries. Make she made some groceries. She made groceries? Yeah. I, I feel bad for everyone that's listening and can't see what we're seeing. We're just playing at nonsense. Imagine just listening to a podcast and they're like, oh, it must be nice Especially to see a tree. <laughs> Anyway, let me describe a tree to you. It's green. <laughs> well, it's Port Orchard. What's what's there to describe? It's a Port Orchard tree. It is a birch tree. That one's white. There's garbage on the ground. Nice. Oh, I do have a question. Lay it on me. For you guys oh, okay. and the patrons and the listeners. Should I do a podcast in Spanish for RWS? Well, you're just going to talk to yourself? In Spanish? Yeah, it'll be like uh, kind of, yeah, I can talk about anything and give my opinion in Spanish. I don't know if enough people, Cause I, I mean, I'm not against it, but I mean. Because I always tell the Mexico family that I have a podcast and they're like, oh, that's cool. But then it's in English, so they don't listen to it. <laughs> so. What makes you think they're going to listen to it? Because it's you know, in Spanish. I don't know. You never know. Just an option. Hey, you do you, man. Yeah, if you, you want to talk in Spanish, I mean, you know, Rosario's a little young to be talking, but you know, once you get her speaking in Spanish, you just have a two for podcast. Yeah. A daughter father Spanish podcast. <laughs> Bienvenidos a la ronda muestra. <laughs> sure. But yeah, all right, so. Anything else you guys want to talk um, about? I asked Jay a question earlier today, and he got mad at me because he said that I was interrogating him. What was the question? Um, would you ever dye your hair, and what color would you dye your hair? And he went, why are you asking me this? I asked the way I asked because it seemed like, what are you doing? What time are you going to be there? Who are you gonna go with? I was just How trying to make conversation. And so it was like, no. So I was making conversation. So what was the color of, of your choice? He didn't give me one. I told. I gave you an answer though. He said, "What in the heat of the moment you want to pick color?" Yeah. I wonder if blue agave is any any place good. What? Mm. Blue agave. It's like it look like a bar or something. <laughs> You're a bar. Your face is a bar. Your mom's a bar. Your life's a bar. Your face is a bar. 
Your universe is a bar. Your mm. world's a bar. Oh, so... You smack a bar. If anyone did not listen to the last podcast, the reason where we're trying to car cast is because we no longer have an, the old office. So we're trying different things before we end up doing it at like a, a, one of our houses. And we thought this was an interesting way of doing a podcast was doing a car cast. Um, it might so, be interesting. It might be fun. The audio yeah, might and, be shit. We don't know. It might be a waste. <laughs> but we don't know. We may never do this ever again. And if we do, we'll probably be parked with the windows open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like we can also ass. try like a podcast outside with the roof of some kind. So if it, ra- if it rains, you know, we don't want to get wet. Well, like this, like what we're doing kind of now reminds me of what did i send it what did i send you it was what podcast but outside yeah where it's just like two guys and a fold out folding out table and they just sit somewhere <laughs> like on an intersection with like a, their podcast mics and then i think their sign says like um you talk to us we give you a dollar and so they just talk to random people are you just doing laps in this <laughs> intersection sure why not i there are no cars right now once there are cars i hope we get pulled over you this is not illegal is it not no you're making me dizzy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know, if you guys know anyone with a roundabout porch, a wraparound porch, I mean. Wraparound porch. Yeah, I know. It's like those farmhouses that have it's, a. It's like the front door and the side door are connected but, by a porch. But, okay, I I know what it is, but why are you asking? So we can do a podcast outside, oh. but be protected from the. Our, our new gimmick is just where can we podcast. Hey. And we just pick random spots. I think we should just start. Like park. I think next time Podcast we should do it the right there on that thing. I don't know what it was. Also, Podcast there's in the park. there's um oh no, my dead cat fell. Oh no, he killed a cat. Um no. Another thing that we're looking into is uh remote podcast. Um so that's another uh podcast that you guys are going to listen to and witness or whatever. So keep an eye out for that. We're just try, trying to find different avenues of producing a podcast so before we, like I said again, we choose to do it somewhere. It's a Mexican grill. Oh. So. Blue agave. It's, it's a terrible name. Why? But, uh, what is agave? Any, any is Mexican agave? restaurant that has English in the title sucks. What is agave? Agave is what uh, tequila is made from. Oh, okay. So what? They would it's, rather, it's, it should be named Azul. Azul? Yeah, it should have been that. I bet you they put yellow cheese on their beans. Yellow cheddar cheese? Yeah. That's <laughs> only Americans do that. Americanized restaurants put yellow cheese on their beans. What is the white cheese? Is it just It can be Mexican white cheese. White is blanco. White cheese? Queso de blanco. So just white cheese? Yeah, there, there's different types of like Mexican mozzarella. cheese. Like for somebody Actually, no. like I really enjoy It is they put cheese. mozzarella on all of it. No, I really enjoy cheese, but I don't know any cheese types. Well, there's... I know. In, in Mexico, there's Oaxaca, Sadero, Queso Chihuahua. been uh, trying to... There's different cheeses. Like, I just introduced her to Havari. I don't know. That. I Havarte. You said you did that, but I don't remember. It was on the sandwich I gave you. What sandwich? Oh, my God. When did we have a sandwich? Oh, double gosh. How do you not remember <laughs> when you had a sandwich? Wow. I truly have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to drop you off here with these Trump supporters. All right, as, as we drop off, Abby, uh, thanks for listening to us. Thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate it. 
and we're trying to find better ways to entertain you every single time and yeah this Hi. is legs it's jay abby and what are we not doing jay you're not cooking bacon naked i'll tell you that i much. thought you forgot yeah own. me too i'm like your own saying for a second there yeah you were obviously quiet <laughs> Got the same on my necklace. Oh, 